go, oh, oh, it's time to go Back to the dungeon far below Players arrive in time to die Man, I love to watch them cry Grab some dice, grab some fun Join the teachers in the dungeon Hello, everybody, and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom Gross with Dan Ream, and we are your hosts of Teachers in the Dungeon. Dan, how are you doing today? We are very, we're just full of expectation. We're getting ready (laughs) for the uh, massive undertaking, but I think it's going to be good. But we're uh, we're putting it all out there for a D&D summer camp. Yes, indeed. Expectation, excitement, the nerves that go along with putting something like this on yes, for indeed. a group of teenagers <laughs> and, you know, just the whole logistics of, of getting it all up and running. And so, and even though we're teachers, you think, well, you do this every day, it's no big deal, but it's a little different here because it's, mm-hmm. it's not like they, they have, I mean, on the one hand, they've chosen to be here, so that's good. Yep. On the other hand, there's no other authority other than what we have, so <laughs> right. it's, we have to, we really have to perform if you have a substandard lecture in class, kids are like, oh, whatever, I have to be back here tomorrow. But right. one false move in this, it's over. They're done. That's <laughs> right. So we're talking about our RPG summer camp that we are putting on at our school where we got 12 students to take a risk and sign up yes. and spend a week learning about honing their skills in role-playing, in Dungeons & Dragons, character building, all the everything that goes yes. into it. And, and it's a... I was a little disappointed that that number wasn't bigger, but at the same time as I thought, that's actually a little comforting. That's a that's a manageable number for us to work yep. with, easy to figure out if, if we come across any unexpected difficulties, which I'm sure we will, yep. a little easier to manage with that number. Good way to sort of do a, not a test run exactly, but as, as our first run, I think this is a, right. a good number of kids to have. Any smaller, I'd have been like, eh, is it worth the effort? But this is a nice, I'm, agree, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, it's a nice number. In fact, we were going to cap it at 24. Yes. So this is half of that, so I'm, I'm pleased with it for sure. So let's talk a little bit about where this idea came from or what some of our goals are. I think... Idea I, came from you. I, yeah, well... <laughs> Okay, no, that's quick. That was easy and quick. No, I just, I've been thinking of, so this is where it came from. I'm always looking for DMs for our game club. Oh, right. And it's, it's you know, I, I feel like I stretch you and Marcus Kugler, and this year we had Dan Zare running a game. And I, while I appreciate all the work you guys do, I always like game club to try to be more student driven. Mm-hmm. My original thought for the summer camp was to train kids to be DMs. And I think. I hope that's a byproduct of our camp going forward, but it's definitely not, to me at this point, looking at what we've got ahead for our kids, it's not so much about training DMs, it's about just letting them have a great time exploring what it is like to play Dungeons and Dragons. So that's where it came from, Mm -hmm. and then so our goals have sort of changed as we've put it together, and I I love the the angle that you that you came up with. I was saying, we just kind of stumbled across it as we started putting together sessions that we wanted kids to take part in before the gaming part. Mm-hmm. You know, we realized you know, the obvious that's in front of everybody's face, but, but Dungeons & Dragons, I think, is special in part because it has generated an entire suite of different hobbies that people can take part in. You know, there's, there's uh, miniature painting, there's 3D printing, there's terrain building, 
there's all the creativity that comes from the writing out of homebrew campaigns and all of that. And we thought, what an awesome opportunity to give teenagers a look at all of the different hobbies, or at least a large number of them, that are available to them. And my philosophy going in is going to be, try it. If you don't like it, great. You know, but that's better. You've tried it, and now you know. Mm -hmm. But you may find, you know, you actually do enjoy things. I mean, I never thought I would... When I first started playing D&D, the thought of actually having terrain out on the table, I scoffed at. I thought that, no, I'm not (laughs) doing that. And then as I kind of built some things, I thought, no, this is kind of enjoyable. I like this, and I like the way it looks. I'm going to keep going with it. It's become a hobby I enjoy. You've seen pictures on Instagram. You know that the quality level is a little bit uneven, but uh, we're getting there. Yeah, I think but, you're overly critical, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is fun, and I thought let's let let's let the kids see some of that. Really, the the more we've been planning, and you brought you had you came up with that angle of of this is what like what we're trying to do. I really like that because. It is. It's it's a collection of hobbies. I've always looked at Dungeons and Dragons, and not that we're not going for this too, but I've always looked at Dungeons and Dragons and students as a way to build skills. Everything from decision making skills, collaborative skills. But when we're when we're putting together the workshop, the, the workshops, I was like, the kids don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> what we want is for them to practice those skills without knowing the practice right. of those skills. So that's really a workshop more for educators in talking about it. Mm-hmm. And so this angle of, of this is a this is a game of hobbies and this is something that you can really delve into and you don't have to love the game to paint it. You don't have to love the game to make terrain. It helps, mm-hmm. but it's it, you know, so I li- I like that the try it aspect. So yeah. so we kind of shape things around that and so we've mentioned a couple different components of the camp that that are are really mm-hmm. the structure of it and that is we start the day with workshops and then we finish the day with games. Yes, yes. So the kids will have an opportunity. They'll have at least as as we've kind of settled this out. Each block of time, they'll have at least two different workshops to choose from. Right. So they may find that they're put into something that they, you know, don't know they have an interest in yet, but. That, that might you know help them to discover something. So yeah, that's our, our basic schedule. Mm-hmm. Mornings, you know, the kids will be go into two two excuse me two one hour long sessions. Yep. And then uh, eat lunch, mm-hmm. and then the entire afternoon, two and a half hours or so, is designated for gameplay. Just playing games. So. And this is I'm really excited about this part because I've already talked about DMs, and I've talked about how. I've had staff run games, and I'm always looking for students to run games. Mm-hmm. The people running games for us here is that group in the middle that we haven't mentioned, and that is the alumni of our our game club. Yes, yes. And so we have three students, former students, coming back to run games. And what's what's really cool is all of them. Two, I guess, all of them were in the era of our of our game club at the school of the first group of kids that played Dungeons & Dragons in that oh. game club. Wow, okay. Um, uh, and so two of them were official members of game club at that time, and the other, because he's an athlete, would come when he could, and yeah. so he wasn't an official member, but he came. And so uh, really excited to see what they bring to the table Yes. Um, uh, for the games and what they've got in store. And my hope is that they're not, they're not peers, but they're also not... Teachers. Teachers, yes. yes, staff. 
And so I'm kind of excited to see what our teens think of these uh, these uh, alumni who co- are coming in to run a game. Yes. I think that's really cool. That is. And, I mean, even though we've just denigrated teachers, even though we are teachers, we've got a couple of teacher friends that are going to come in and assist us yes. from our that you've heard mentioned. Uh, yeah. Mark Skugler and Chris Metz are both going to be here when they're capable of, or able to be here mm-hmm. and help out either running sessions or playing, playing in games just to make sure that they progress and and go forward in a way that's basically to facilitate the enjoyment of the right. of the game. Yeah. Is sort of the highfalutin way to put it. But so it's a four day camp. Four days. And oh we forgot the, the what is a what is a summer camp without a field trip. Oh yes. <laughs> so our our local game shop, Zeke's Comics and Games, uh-huh. Zeke is going to come on day one of the camp and share some of his terrain and things like that. They're available in his game room at the shop that yep. people can use just mm-hmm. whenever they need it. So that's really cool. That's yep. going to be fun. We help make the, these kids probably are probably are aware of him, but if they're not, yep. to make those connections. And then on Thursday, we'll travel to his shop. Yeah, we're going to get on the bus and uh, head on over to the shop. And he's going to he's going to talk a little bit about the industry of gaming. Um, share with us other games in the RPG realm mm-hmm. uh, that he carries at his store. And then he's going to spend the bulk of time teaching students how to paint miniatures. Yes, yes. Which so another aspect, another hobby, hobby aspect, aspect for them to try. Yep, and, it's, and that is a complex, to me, that's a very complex task. And so I'm glad that uh, I know you could, you could cover because you've practiced with the painting of miniatures. I did way back when, when I was a kid, with the lead figures in the you know early oh, wow. '80s, but uh, but I haven't done it since. And so it's become such an advanced technique, and uh, and I know Zeke is is excellent at that, and he'll do a great job showing the kids how to do that. And I and I, I suspect that a lot of kids are really looking forward to mm-hmm. that. Yes, um, going into that. So field trip is always a key component of a summer mm-hmm. camp. Getting out of the building and and going and doing something fun like that. So, and that's how we'll, we'll, we'll wrap the week with that in the morning, and then the, the DMs will have a chance to sort of uh, finish up the games right, right. on that day, and then we're going to... Did we talk about the project aspect of it? We sort of mentioned it. Again, these, these breakout sessions, a lot of them are fairly hands-on, mm-hmm. so they will have a chance to do some train building, have a chance to do some world building, yep. both with physical geography, but also with cultures and things being inventive that way with creating homebrew we've got creating uh, backstories creating backstories there role play developing role playing techniques yep. all kinds of cool stuff that we got going on yeah. and, and so we've got an hour set aside at the end of the week for anything in any of those projects that students want to flesh out a little more mm-hmm. they'll have some time to do that right and so i wanted to i wanted to have that so that so that we, first of all, keep the consistency that, hey, we're here to play games, but we're also learning how to be better at those games. And so I, right. I think that giving them this project aspect in a mindset for them is, okay, 
I, I am here to, to try to improve my skills, and so that gives them time to really kind of focus on that and think about it. Um, we're not really looking for a product at the end. We're not, you know, this isn't something where before they leave, they have to turn in a project. No. No, no, we're not looking for anything like it's that. It's like summer camp. You, What's a summer camp without a project that you take home? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. these will be a little more useful than the ones you usually take home from summer camp. <laughs> right. A Dixie Cup uh, mobile, mobile or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's not that, but, you know, hopefully they bring these Macaroni skills. glued on a picture frame. <laughs> So hopefully they'll take it to the games that they play with their friends, mm-hmm. or uh, hope, my hope is that they come back in during the school year and join the D&D club, and they bring some of those skills there as well. So we're looking forward to this. If, um, if you're a teacher in a school or you are a leader or mentor for a club, and this is something that you've been thinking about or you've been looking for a way in which to help students gain their skills in role-playing or any of the other, you know, educational ways that Dungeons and Dragons and role playing helps from communication to uh, collaborating to uh, writing skills and things like that. If you have any of those on your agenda for the future and you want to talk to us or communicate with us, please send us an email. It's teachersinthedungeon at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you about like what we went through. Okay, that makes it sound like it was a torturous thing, but what the sort of our planning process and how we went, how we did this. We'd love to talk to you about that um, so that you can put a camp on like this as well. So I think that's it. Our We've got some loose ends to tie up to get the kids ready and get the camp ready mm-hmm. but we wanted to share with you what we've got not planned. tying kids up though no we don't no up. there's no dungeon there's no <laughs> <laughs> anything like that the logistical tying up of things <laughs> before the kids get here so that we can uh, have a great great week so let us know if you've got any questions or uh ideas we'd love to hear from you yes please do otherwise stay tuned for updates from our camp when we get that rolling we And uh, again, as we go through the week, give us that feedback. Uh, We'll be putting all sorts of pictures and and things on our social media. So look there for all that good stuff. So until next time, Dan, I'm Tom, Teachers in the Dungeon. See you then. See ya. That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.